It's time now for the complete story, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here's the BRN father and son team, Dick and Rich Bot, yeah. with today's complete story. Well, you know, folks, we told you yesterday that if you live in Kansas, we are just going to stay with you on this issue. I don't know how long. It'll be several days in a row for our Kansas listeners only because you have been robbed. Uh, Some politicians in the state of Kansas, they happen to be four Republicans, took away your right to vote. I don't know if they're going to win. And all the Repu- all the Democrats. Well, all the Democrats. That's a point, folks. We'll be talking about that. The Democrats, of course, that's the abortion party. I don't know how a person, and I'm not a po- I'm not a political person. Let me say that right off. I'm not I'm not into politics, but I'm into principle. And I don't know how a person can be a Democrat today if they're pro-life. That that invites a big discussion because you can't be one thing and claiming to be another. Uh, birds of a feather flock together. And as I've watched it over the years, folks, the Democrat Party has given themselves totally, 100%, and proud of it to be supporting abortion and any influence they can bring to that. But it was the four Republicans in the state of Kansas that voted with the Democrats. And for that reason, you were robbed of having an opportunity to vote. Explain that a little bit. Well, they they killed the value them both amendment. Uh, if you could play my editorial, that really explains it very I well. I tell you what, let's go ahead and do that. This is Rich Bott with an editorial comment. Last year, the liberal activist Kansas State Supreme Court handed down a ruling that puts at risk every pro-life state law that regulates and restricts abortion. This undoes decades of pro-life work in the state. The only way to correct this radical injustice is with a state constitutional amendment to be voted on by the people of Kansas. The Value Them Both Amendment passed the Senate with the required two-thirds majority, but last Friday, the Kansas House missed the required two-thirds majority by only four votes. Every pro-abortion Democrat voted no, and shockingly, four supposedly pro-life Republicans joined with the Democrats to vote no and kill the amendment. I call them the fatal four. Each of those four House members ran on the pro-life Republican platform, yet just when their vote counted most, they voted no. They denied we the people the opportunity to vote on this amendment. The fatal four are Jan Kessinger representing Overland Park, Tom Phillips representing Manhattan, Bill Panbacker representing the north central towns of Maryville, Washington, Belleville, and Don Heineman representing out in western Kansas, Scott City, Dighton, and Oakley. You may call these men at 1 800 432 3924. You might also consider recruiting and supporting genuine pro-life alternatives in the upcoming primary election. The deadline for registering for the August primary is June 1st, so there's plenty of time to do the right thing. The only thing necessary for evil to triumph is for good men and women to do nothing. And the fight for life in Kansas goes on. For more information about the Value Them Both Amendment, you can go to the Kansans for Life website at kfl.org. That's kfl.org. All right. You know, Rich, uh, um, there's only one thing that I would have corrected in your editorial. You said 
the uh, I think was it the pro-abortion uh, Democrats? You know, these Republicans, these four Republicans, voted with uh, the Democrats uh, that were pro. Uh, the Democrat Party is pro-abortion. That's one of the big distinctions right now between it. And I don't know, folks, where you can put this on your scale of importance, but it's kind of hard to ignore life versus death. I mean, either you're one or you're the other, because that's what we're talking about exactly. So, uh, Rich, when you mention now the phone numbers of these four Republicans, um, they, uh, people could call their office. I imagine they could call them wherever they are and express express themselves and uh, and let them know, you know, how the people feel. Because we are only interested in the people having the facts, having the story, knowing exactly. But enough of that. Um, I want to hear a cut six here, um, Mr. Producer, and then we'll go on with the program. This fight to pass a constitutional amendment in Kansas is not over. We have to pass it in order to regain our right to have pro-life laws. We have the rest of the legislative session, which runs through May, to do this. We're working with leadership, and we're pulling out all the stops, and we're going to keep the pro-life voters informed because this is the most important pro-life vote of this generation. So I just want people to know that even though we barely lost the recent votes that we're carrying on, and we certainly have not given up hope, and for people to keep paying attention and keep contacting their legislators. No, you never give up hope. Now, the voice you heard was Mary Kay Culp. And anyone around Kansas in the pro-life activist movement know Mary Kay. Everybody calls her Mary Kay. Well, she's in our studio right now. Mary Kay, welcome. And then you had a huge banquet last night in Kansas City. We did. We had 1,200 people, and we had Tim Tebow and Rick Santorum and Lamar Hunt Jr. And who else? Like uh, Just every—oh, uh, the Catholic Archbishop, who's now in charge of pro-life activities for the entire Catholic Church for the next two years. Yeah. We had them all, and we had a great time, and we're raising money. And But it, I, what I'm really proud of is we got out the word about this constitutional amendment yeah. being necessary. And what Rich was telling me, I was not there because I'm an old guy. I don't go out at night anymore. But, Rich, you said there was a ton— of way over a thousand people of evangelical pro-life people and everybody was together and there was a joyful occasion well yeah it was a wonderful gathering of people of all different groups that came together for the for the cause of life and uh, it was Kansans for life and their annual banquet it was wonderful and uh, this amendment is called the value them both amendment yeah all right um and then Tim Tebow was the speaker, and he was fabulous, I guess. He really spoke to their heart as Christians and his own life story. But I also want to mention, everybody listening right now across the state of Kansas, you all are excited about the Kansas City Chiefs. And, of course, that's a wonderful thing. Who isn't for the Chiefs, you know? Everybody. But did you catch the name of the person who was the master of ceremonies at this huge banquet. Did you catch it? What is his name? Lamar Hunt Jr. was the MC, and he did a fantastic job. Lamar Hunt Jr. Does that ring a bell if you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan? Mm -hmm. But I'll tell you, even in that family, it goes beyond and deep into the heart of what is very, very important 
God bless them for really standing tall. I wish these four Republicans would have done the same. Explain. Yeah. Now, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. In 1991, when there was the Summer of Mercy in Wichita, and Rich, you and I were there to just report. Just as journalists, as radio reporters, we didn't belong to any group one way or the other. We wanted to be there and watch it happen and then report it on our stations. The only ones we had then was in Kansas City and then in St. Louis and a couple of others. We have 120 radio stations now and 17 of them are all across the state of Kansas. But at that time from our St. Louis station, there was a policeman and his wife who were listening, and they also were musicians at their church, and their heart was touched so much, they wrote a song. I want you to hear a little bit of it now. Did you hear a baby cry in Wichita today? Did something tug inside your heart as a life was torn away? Do situations trouble you? Where people take a stand Don't you hear the thunder rumbling Across our troubled land Is knowing right from wrong enough To satisfy your soul Or should it take commitment For God's people to behold As clouds of darkness gather up What will we say and do? Would Christian witness persevere If left to me and you? Yeah, you see what that song is saying? Um, would Christian witness persevere If left to me and you? That's what it is, folks. The radio audience across the state of Kansas is listening right now. It's really up to you. Mm -hmm. And one of the things you should know is these four Republicans took away your right to vote. Because what this amendment was is simply to put it on the ballot when in August or whenever that was and give the people the right to vote. And these four Republicans joined with 100% of the Democrats to take away your right to vote. To protect life. To protect life. And, uh, Dad, you know, it's like last night at the banquet. Uh, uh, Senator Rick Santorum said, uh, Tim Tebow has just made the pass. Now it's in the air. Are you going to catch it and run it into oh, the end zone? Man. But it's up to you to receive it, possess it, and run it into the end zone. How did you feel at that banquet last night? There what, 1,400, something like that? There. It was so exciting to be there. And, you know, this is just the opening of this battle. And yeah. the battle goes on, but it's a fight that we must win for the lives of innocent, unborn children now, in our states. I'm going to tell you, when you say we, you're talking about the people of Kansas, you express yourselves. This is a democracy, folks. Uh, you vote, and on something as important as this that would amend the state constitution, uh, Mary Kay wants to tell you something about that phone number that was on Rich's... Uh, right, 1-800-432-3924. What that is is the Kansas Legislative Hotline is paid for with our tax dollars. You call it up, they ask you your address. You give them the address, they tell you who your state rep is and your state senator because most people don't know. 
and then they will deliver the message for you. So this is the easiest thing to do. Oh, that's great. Give that yeah. number again. 1-800-432-3924. So wherever they're listening to this broadcast in the state of Kansas, um, tell you what, folks, I'm going to give you a second to get your pencil out. Uh, give us one more time that number. That per- People ought to keep that number. They really should. one 800 432 Three nine two four, and you know how how uh, how much difference an election makes because I remember when Governor Brownback was our governor, he said Kansas is a pro life state and we ain't going back. <laughs> but you know now what? the current governor wants to take us back, and the Supreme Court, the liberal Kansas State Supreme yeah. Court, wants to take us back. But it's up to the people uh-huh. to say no, we're not going back. And here's where we're really lucky: our governor has no power. She doesn't have to sign this bill about the value them both amendment because she's a Democrat. Well, she's, and, but, but she doesn't have any role at all. So she's been twisting arms, I understand. But she's been twisting arms, yes. She has been doing that. Oh, a lot of work going going along in the shadows, folks. But she can't veto it. So on and so forth. I want the listeners to hear the voice of the Speaker of the House. His name is Ron Rickman, Jr. He's the Speaker of the House. He's from Olathe. He's from Olathe. He's a good man, a good, solid, pro-life man that was elected by the people. And now he's the Speaker of the House. And this is the vote as it actually took place where the four Republicans voted with the Democrats. Listen. The people of Kansas lost today. They lost their right to vote on the direction of our state's future. They lost their ability to exercise the state system of judicial checks and balances. Today's vote sets our state down a disappointing path, one where the people have no say in whether Kansas will be a pro-life or pro-choice state and one where the state may no longer have the authority to implement common-sense regulations, such as parental notification for minors, limitations on late-term and partial-birth abortions, or the health and safety precautions for clinics. I stand with Kansans. I stand for life. Does any member desire to change his or her vote? Seeing none. 80 voted in favor and 43 against. The passage of SCR 1613 does not receive the constant majority and fails. You see, folks, it had to have a supermajority in order to pass because it involves something coming on the ballot for you to vote on that involves changing the state constitution to permit regulation of abortion if if Roe v. Wade is overturned in Washington. And, of course, if you'll just stop and think, by the way, I want Rich to comment on this for a minute. Um, One of the reasons they hate Donald Trump so much, I mean the hatred is deep, is because of his appointments to the U.S. Supreme Court. I mean those people um, that are now on the Supreme Court and the others yet to come Roe v. Wade could very well be challenged and overturned. Keep in mind, the Dred Scott decision was really a bad ruling by the Supreme Court at one time in our racial history, and it had to be overturned. It had to be overturned. Well, it could be that Roe v. Wade is going to be overturned. So the abortion forces in the state of Kansas said, if Roe v. Wade is overturned, it doesn't matter. We want to have our Constitution interpreted so abortion can go on unobstructed, unregulated, just exactly as it has been. Is that about right, Rich? That's right. It's just crazy that the liberal 
Kansas Supreme Court declared that there is a right to abortion in the Kansas Constitution, which is just incredible. How yeah. come in over 150 years nobody ever saw that before? Yeah. It's just they invented it out of whole cloth, and that's what needs to be reversed. Uh, Mary Kay, uh, how long have you lived in uh, Kansas? Since 82. From uh, 1982. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why are you pro-life, for goodness sakes? I mean, why do you care? You're a grandma, for goodness sakes. You've raised your, you've raised your own family. Now you're a grandmother. But do you care about the life and the rights of another? My mother was extremely pro-life, and I'm not sure why, but she was, and, and she just, and you know what she used to tell me about? Because what I was born in 51, she used to tell me about the Holocaust, and I think that's what really got us going on this. And in fact, Lamar Hunt Jr. talked about the Holocaust last night. Oh, really? Yeah. And um, and that really stuck with me. And, you know, you know, we're in America, and it's a wonderful place. But what they're doing to us in Topeka right now is un-American. They're taking one issue and removing it from our elected representatives and senators. And, 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 and I always did care about um, the mom because they were my friends. They were my contemporaries when this passed in 73. But then I really studied what went on with the baby, and I was just appalled. Yeah. Tell you what, I'd like the people to hear what Congressman Henry Hyde now, I'll tell you, here was a politician, <laughs> from Illinois even, and Congressman Henry Hyde, it was in his uh, stomach, it was in his being, he was pro-life. But listen to what he had to say about the justification. If you if you talk about this to the Planned Parenthood crowd, they'll say, oh, there's justification. Listen to what Henry Hyde said. The justification for abortion has always been the claim that a woman can do with her own body what she will. Well, if you still believe that this four-fifths delivered little baby is a part of the woman's body, then I'm afraid your ignorance is invincible. Yeah, that's exactly right. And Henry Hyde also said, and by the way, that was on the floor of the House of Representatives in Washington, the speech that he gave with passion, with passion. He was really bearing his soul. Um, Mr. Producer, do you have uh, that cut uh, of the of the young woman who was explaining when life does begin? I know that's a big argument now. People, people, you know, they're wallowing and wallowing. But listen to the logic. Um, now, Dr. Jerome Lejeune came from Paris, France. He was the world's number one geneticist. This goes clear back to the 90s. He said there's no question scientifically when human life begins. He said, that's not even argued or debated anymore in scientific circles. But he said, it's whether or not we care. It's whether or not we care. Listen to this. You're in a conversation about abortion, and someone says, human life doesn't begin at conception. It's just a clump of cells. What would you say? It's easy to say life doesn't begin at conception because an embryo doesn't look like what we think people should look like. But we know human life begins at some point. Here are a few things to remember while you think about when that is. First, life doesn't begin at birth. It isn't logical to say life begins at birth because that would suggest that the baby inside the womb one day prior to birth wasn't alive. It's not reasonable to say an individual who is alive at birth is not alive one day prior to birth. The only difference is where they are. So we know life does not begin at birth. Second, life doesn't begin at viability. Many argue that human life begins once a baby can survive on her own outside the womb. But there are problems with this argument too. After all, 
viability changes based on technology. Today, babies can be born at 24 weeks and survive. But 200 years ago, that wasn't possible. Viability is also determined based on where you are born. Wealthy nations make things possible for babies that wouldn't be possible in a poorer country. Does that mean a 24-week baby in the United States is more alive than a 24-week baby in the jungles of the Congo? Of course not. So life must be determined by something other than viability. Third, life does not begin with the heartbeat. We know that living things only come from other living things. It wouldn't be possible then for the embryo to be non-living for the first few weeks and suddenly spring into life. So the embryo has to be alive prior to the heartbeat. Does this mean that we can be alive without a heartbeat? Yes. That's actually what makes the newly conceived embryo more functionally impressive than a born person. The embryo has an ability to live, grow, and move through the stages of human development without the feature you and I need to continue our growth and development. If life doesn't begin at birth, viability, or heartbeat, when does it begin? Life begins at conception, fertilization. At fertilization, a living mother and father give life to a whole living organism, genetically distinct from his or her mother and father. No, the embryo doesn't look like everyone else, but aren't we past the idea that someone has to look a certain way before they are considered human? Think of it like a Polaroid picture. Initially, all you will see are black smudge marks. The moment the photo is taken, however, the image is captured. It just needs time to develop. The same is true for you and me. The moment of sperm-egg fusion, we, in our uniqueness from our parents, began to exist. We just needed time to develop. Yeah, you see, doesn't it make you think, Rich? I know, I know I went through the same process years and years ago. Is it really, and what... How do I know it is? All of that. Johnny Erickson Tata was on Focus on the Family just the other day. And Johnny Erickson, she's, how old is she? You know, when she was 16 years old, she had an accident diving into the water and broke her neck. So she's lived her entire adult life. Is she about 60 years old now in a wheelchair, totally an invalid? And was she powerful in talking about how God has opened up doors for her to minister for her to be a blessing and everything else. But other people could say, well, she's, she's a throwaway. What does her life matter? Dad, in the, in the last couple of minutes that we have here, I'd like to hear from Mary Kay Culp about what people need to do right now in this battle and what they can look forward to. Okay, Mary Kay, go ahead. They just have to keep getting a hold of their state representatives or the four that voted wrong, whether they're yours or not, and go to kfl.org and get that done. And I want to I want to underline your point, Mr. Bott. I have type O blood. I gave birth to a baby girl with top type A blood. Now, how did that happen? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. KFL.org. She, KFL. she, KFL. she was and is her own person. And, and I also want to tell you that all these laws that we passed, some wonderful laws in Kansas, are going to go away if we don't pass this constitutional amendment, including tax funding of abortion, parental consent for abortion, uh, tax breaks for abortionists, sex selective, sex selective abortion ban, the ban on live dismemberment abortion, which started this whole fight, meaning babies in mid-pregnancy, because we already banned the partial birth, that's going away, mid-pregnancy, 
living babies. Well, yeah. And Kansas used to be known as the abortion capital of the nation. People right. from all over the country would come here for their abortion, and that's about to come back if yeah. we don't pass right, this amendment. Right, because we have stopped half the abortions in Kansas under the laws we passed. They want those, the abortionists want those babies back. They want, they, I mean, they want those abortions well, back. Well, the spirit of George Tiller is alive and well. I'm talking about the spirit of George Tiller is alive and well uh, in the state of Kansas. Uh, believe me, just because he's not among us living anymore, the spirit of abortion is alive and well. The battle is never over. And so if the people of Kansas have gone to sleep and they're not really thinking about it in spite of all of the advances now, that weren't even available then. So that's what this broadcast is about. Give us that phone number again. Well, the key thing is the address. Go to kfl.org, kfl.org, and they can give you on that website the phone numbers for each of those right. Uh, right. key uh, Congress people that voted the wrong way, the representatives, Don Heineman, Tom Phillips, Bill Panbacker, and Jan Kessinger, right here in Overland Park. Jan is a, a male, well, by the way. Not Jan, not. Yeah, Mr. Jan Kessinger. Yeah. But yeah. anyone that's listening, regardless of where they live in the state of Kansas, uh, this affected you whether or not uh, it is your uh, representative did it, you see, in your district. Affected so the whole you, state. Uh, it affected the whole state. So you're a voter, you're a citizen of the state of Kansas. Go ahead and use and that And I call number. them the fatal four, because those four Republicans that ran on the pro-life Republican platform voted no. Yeah. Voted no, and they killed this amendment, yeah. at least for now. The Are number that, they, that you call to find out who your legislator is, and they will deliver the message for you at the Capitol, 1-800-432-3924. Yeah. All right. What are some of the areas across Kansas that we reach into, Rich? Oh, well, we reach all across the state of Kansas. Yeah, so I mean, have Wichita, stations, Kansas City, uh, Topeka, Manhattan, yeah, yeah. Abilene, Salina. And this program is going to air a Dodge different, a different City, program Bend, each day. Garden City, Hayes, Russell. A different program each day, but it'll be at 2 o'clock and we'll have updates, and we'll have other guests, and we'll just let the people know what's happening. And tell your friends about this. A lot of people don't know about this. It's happening right now. And this huge pro-life banquet last night. Um, it was fantastic. Yes, with Lamar Hunt uh, Jr. as the MC, and then Tim Tebow as the speaker. And there were how many people at that banquet? 1,150. 1,150 mm -hmm. people. And was it a joyous occasion? It was. People loved it, didn't they? Yeah, well, it's a time. It was a battle cry. Uh, the was. battle cry was raised, and right. people are ready to to do whatever is required to right. make sure that this is rolled back. I'm going to tell you one other thing, folks. Could it be that out of this revival will once again sweep the state of Kansas? This is Dick Bott with this chapter, the complete story, with my son Rich and Mary Kay as our guest. We'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> 